Please, I'm your host. I am Dr. Renee Sunday, and I am the platform builder. I know you're just wondering what's really going on, but you know we do have to go through ups and we gotta go through downs, right? That's called life, right? It's a journey we all have to go through, but you know we need to see our things that we're not happy with and lose, and we need to know that we're gonna learn something. Going through the process. I know I've been there, okay? So this ain't got the Sunday. That's not as easy as you say. But, yes, all of us, we know things won't come to us that we can't handle. But I know in that situation, we like, okay, what's really going on? <laughs> but we just thank you for tuning in. We thank you for the continuous support that you give us, you know, on iTunes, on YouTube, on social media, our website. And then, of course, on everything that we do with the radio, TV, the magazine of Good Deeds, and, of course, still the Sunday Foundation and also the Sunday Publishing Company. But, you know, let's get to our questions of this session. You know, for the new people here, my team always hand me a question <laughs> that you send in. And the way we do it, we do it off the cuff. And the reason we do that is because I want you to know there are true people still in the world because, you know, some people can make up stuff and change around and whatever. But, of course, I want to make sure you know that I'm going to do three things. I'm going to be compassionate. I'm going to show love. I'm going to be authentic, and I'm going to be consistent, okay? But the question, hmm, <laughs> the question, I tend to paraphrase the question, and then, of course, I also call the person and we have a nice little conversation about it, okay? But we the question for, okay. <laughs> the question is, Dr. Renee Sunday, um, the things that you're doing in life, did you ever dream that you would be doing the things that you're doing now? And if you had any advice, what would you tell your younger self? Wow, wow. You know, it's some, whoever sent this question in, you know, I can't say the name. Um, you've been listening to a lot of our broadcasts because guess what? That's the same question I asked Bishop TV Gates when I interviewed him. Oh, God, so that's so interesting. Okay, so to make it short, uh, the answer is just like Bishop Jake said, no. <laughs> No, I didn't imagine I was doing the thing. But, you know, we can look back on pictures. It's so interesting. I think I was 18 months old. And if you're familiar with how a lot of things are done in the southern churches, uh, they, we always had a drive or a fundraiser, if you will, that a photographer came in and we took pictures. So one of the pictures of the family pictures, guess what? Lo and behold, Renee Sunday. <laughs> I had my mom and dad chose a pose with me at 18 months old with a telephone in my hand. Of course, you know it was a rotary, and kids don't know what that is. <laughs> but um, but I t we looked back on that, and I said, Mom and Dad, you guys, you didn't know what y'all were doing. So now um, <laughs> I'm in media, radio and TV, you know, I'm a speaker, I'm, you know, actor, all the things that I do. I said, y'all set me up. <laughs> but, you know, it was all predestined. You know, I am also a board-certified anesthesiologist and all the other stuff that I've been entrusted. But, you know, I always tell people I'm a servant. So the answer to the question, no, 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 no. I never thought I would be a leader. I never thought I would do all these things. But, you know, I have met several of my teachers, okay, because um, 
I can still remember all my teachers from 1 to 12. But anyway, we're not going to go through all those. Uh, they said that they saw greatness in me. And I said, y'all should have told me. But anyway, if I think back, they did take special time with me. Yeah, I, I looking back. You know, and then I can I be, I'm going to keep it 100, as the kids say, I tried to get in trouble. You know, I never could get in trouble. Ah, even, you know, when you, you try to do things, the rules change. You know, okay, we're going to get suspended for this. You know, you know how to, okay, anyway. Uh, I knew, <laughs> the rules always change when it came to me. Um, yeah, my nickname used to be, uh, uh, what was my nickname? Olive oil used to be my nickname. I used to be real skinny, tall, and wore glasses. Uh, we lived in poverty, so, you know, a lot of my clothes were hand-me-downs and too short because I'm a tall young lady. And people used to call me the Sunday girl, the church girl. And, you know, that I wanted to be like everybody else. I didn't want to call me. But anyway, I'm just being funny. But it actually it was a great thing because the things that I've been through has made me to who I am now. And I cherish, I love myself, and I thank God that he's put so, you know, things in me that he trusts me to do. You know, uh, people say, how do you come up with it? It ain't, it's not me. <laughs> well, not me. But anyway, uh, so the answer, of course, is no. And uh, what I would say to my younger self is that you can do it. Uh, we know Nike is telling us just do it. But, you know, of course, the word of God tells us that as well, but a different way, right? But uh, just do it. Uh, I would tell my younger self not to worry about what people say. Okay, so we need to tell our kids that. Don't worry about if you was in poverty. It doesn't matter, you know, uh, if you had hand-me-downs, if your clothes was a little short, you know, in height. Don't worry. You had greatness inside of you. And, uh, yeah, that's what I would tell me other stuff. I think um, Bishop Jakes, if I can remember correctly, he said um, something similar to what I just said almost, but in another way he said that, uh, do more, try more. Don't do the things that he was afraid to do. And I'm like, wow. So that's kind of similar to what I'm saying is just do it. And Mike is telling us that, right? <laughs> but let's get this started. You know, you know, I'm in Atlanta, so we got to get it started, you know, the Falcons. But anyway, amen, that's one of the songs they play when they come out, okay? <laughs> but we want to actually get to our guest today because my team said I'm, I'm – I'm, I'm past 100. Now, <laughs> they, they say I got too much energy. But anyway, for the millennials, I keep up with them. But well, we actually have an amazing doctor with us today, uh, Dr. Ira Roach III. He's our America's leadership expert. So you better be ready, okay? Y'all need to be ready. To, to, you, I know. Y'all know when I say that, you have to have your pen and paper ready. But, you know, we got you, right? because of the replay, and you can download it over on iTunes and, of course, on our website and all these other places. But the thing that I love about this young man is, uh, and my team always set me up, right? Of course, he's an amazing international speaker. He actually, uh, the things, he wants people to have success in life. And I just love that. I just love that. People want to instill in other people. Uh, and, and one of his amazing mentors and mine as well is Les Brown. Y'all know I love Les Brown. Amen. <laughs> so don't let anyone's opinion of you become your reality. Oh, man, y'all, my team be setting me up. I'm so glad we got people to write this show out, and me and I just fall right on into it, okay? <laughs> but he's had years of me. I had the bullying, the depression, and countless suicides attempts in the past. 
Oh, my God, we got to hurry and get this young man on here so he can just tell us what we need to do. He's a trainer. He's a coach. He's so many things. But, you know, I'm going to have the information because I know you already want to have him at your place, right? But we want to <laughs> we welcome, welcome none other than the world changer himself, Dr. Ira Roche III. Are you there? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> welcome to Good Bees. How you doing today? I'm well. I'm very honored to be here tonight. Wow, wow. So, you know, I didn't do a good justice on this at all. Please, please tell us a little bit more about yourself and the amazing things that's going on in your life. Well, um, as I stated, I'm, I'm honored to be here tonight with you on this platform. Um, I'm from a very small town in Delaware. Have you ever heard of Delaware before? Yes, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, I'm from Delaware, and um, I grew up in um, in a Pentecostal church um, where my grandmothers made us make sure we went to church, and we honored God first, of course. And um, I was always very shy because I was short, of course. And uh, But one thing my father always taught me was to be a leader. Now, he never went to church, but he made sure that I went to church every week with my grandmothers. So um, the foundation of knowing who God is and knowing how he can uh, sustain you and knowing how he can cover you and having faith was something easy for me. But as I got older, of course, I just heard you saying, um, you know, we were, you know, I was called a little church boy too, um, little church boy. So I wanted to go to the clubs and I wanted to go to the school dances and I wanted to dress like everybody else and uh, it never worked out. So I had to learn how to love who I am and love where I was going. And so I learned something that when you have a calling on your life, you can't fit in. And you'd be surprised at what I went through as a teenager trying to fit in uh, with, with the drug drug runners and just trying to do a whole bunch of crazy stuff. And so I got myself together, but it was very difficult going through middle school because I was so short and I was very shy, so I was bullied a lot. I was called all types of names, and um, I was told I was dumb, could never be you know, do nothing, and um, of course, you know, when you, when I'm around people that don't really understand the big vision, so nobody in my mind really believed in me, and so I just always thought I was a loser and a failure, and even though, you know, I had people telling me what you could do, I always thought I was a failure, and so the bullying continued, and so as I got older, I just wondered why would God even allow me to be born into something like this if I was this type of person. You know, why would you why would you let me be born? And one day my uncle, who was a preacher, came to me. He said, you know, you actually um, are being disobedient. And I said, how? He said, you are actually saying that you wish you weren't born. You know, that, that's, that's, that's a smack in God's face because everybody born on this earth has a purpose. And so you're just basically telling God you shouldn't have never created you. So you might want to stop saying that. And I didn't understand what he was talking about. And he even went to Job and how Job was so upset and God had to kind of rebuke Job. And so I tried to commit suicide countless times. It would never happen. Tried to run my car into a tree one time when I was in my 20s. And the car didn't even, I took my hand off the wheel and the car would not go towards the trees. So I ended up getting control of the car again. I took some pills, just countless times of suicide where I hated myself. And one day I woke up. I met a small church, and I met a man and his wife, and they just embraced me and loved me and said, you know what? You are enough. You know, God has called you to do something. That is why all this 
controversy has been in your life, and you're gonna be you're gonna be a great man to impress on a, a lot of people. You're gonna help a lot of people, and so basically that's my story in a nutshell. I know in 2016, I was kind of at a gotten went to school and gotten degrees, and it just seemed like there was more. Um, it just seemed like it was so much more, and I came across uh, the Les Brown Institute, and I joined the Les Brown Institute, joined a cohort, went to the certification in April, and the rest was history. And these people have really helped me to develop the, the rest of what I've been doing for years, of speaking on platforms and the gospel, now I can add, you know, something with it. So that's sort of kind of my story in a nutshell. Well, Doctor, let's go back a little bit because um, you have a lot that we can unpack, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. And I know you tear it up, and that may not be the right word to say, but I know you really amaze and wow a crowd and transform a crowd uh, because you've been through a lot. You know, um, what being through the transformation that you've mm-hmm. gone through, and now you can empower other people to do it as well. I just want to ask that question, and then we'll get a little deeper if it's okay. How mm-hmm. do you feel about that? I mean, even from a Christian standpoint or corporate mm-hmm. standpoint, I mean, just as you go up and down the dangerous streets and avenues that we, mm-hmm. that we live in, how does that mm-hmm. inner feeling that you know you've been there and, and now you're able to transform somebody else in their journey? Well, the good part about it is it gives me something that I did not have coming up, and that's confidence, uh, confidence and security in knowing that, um, you know, I achieved this. It's successful, not by myself, of course, but with the help of God, but it, it gives me a sense of accomplishment. Um, when I sit back and look, it's like, wow, wow. I look at the, I heard you say a while ago, the younger you, and I, and I know you're, I won't call you older. I won't call you old. I'll call you much more seasoned than I am. But I can look at my younger self and be like, wow, what a transformation. Look where I've come from. My mindset is so different. I've renewed my mind, and I don't have to be controlled by what the world does, per se, but I can, be, I can go on my own journey. I can actually help people understand that this is your journey. It's no one else's. And it's okay. You're okay. And to learn who you are. And so when I sit back and look, it's like an amazing, like, wow, God brought me through that? He brought me through that too? He did that? I'm in front of that person? I got a picture with Les Brown? What? So that's, that's what it does. That's how I look at it, like amazement. I can't believe it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I totally can relate to what you said, and and it, it makes me sometimes want to say, can like you said, can I go back to millennials? But I don't know if I can handle yeah. being a millennial. They, <laughs> yeah. they have a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm in the right place because I can actually mix and mingle with them, and they say you have more energy than I do. But that's mm-hmm. how God does. He re, re, you know, re. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's a nice word of saying? And regenerate. That's a nice word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Being in, um, coming up in a small town and, and mm-hmm. you know, and, and the different things that you went through in your journey, mm-hmm. you know how people say that uh, you can read a lot of things in a book, <laughs> but mm-hmm. the experience is a great teacher. Uh, with the, mm-hmm. Speaking on millennials, because I always like to say things on the broadcast, because a lot of my listeners, it's amazing, they are millennials. They, they, they are younger than I am, actually. It's interesting. 
what can we at this point in our juncture, even my age group, I'm still less than 50, so y'all don't get it twisted. (laughs) People, how can we bond together? Because I hear so many people have the conversation of saying that even my mom's and dad age, you know, the 70 and 80, can't relate to the people that's 45, 50, and even the millennials. How can we actually be an adjunct? to kind of bridge together because we all want to walk in our purpose mm-hmm. and to help people mm-hmm. have a, you know, have a happy life. Yes. I, I guess it's something sort of what you said a while ago. I'm doing a lot of echoing from you. Um, it's, it's sort of kind of uh, basically connecting. When you said you were a servant. So when you're a servant, you serve everybody. And, and you basically meet them where they're at. So I'm not going to I'm not going to, per se, have the same taste or cravings as a millennial, but I once was them. So I kind of know where the mindset is. Uh, some things are just general across the board that millennials like. And I do a lot of studying, and I do a lot of reading, and I, I try to make sure I talk to a lot of millennials and see what the pulse is so that I can connect with them. Because when you're a servant and, and you have a purpose in your life, it doesn't matter how old or young someone is. God will give you the wisdom on how to connect with them. So I guess my answer in a nutshell is just I try to connect with them. And sometimes it, it, it is, you know, uh, I won't say uncomfortable. Sometimes I have to ask some questions. Now, why did you do that again? Now, now, now what were you thinking about when that happened? <laughs> now, wh- why did you quit your job and have another one? So you, you have to connect with them and you have to have patience. So that's what I've learned how to do. Um, and I actually I love young people. That's one of my ministries. I love young people. I love youth. So um, for me, it's, it's a joy learning. You can actually learn from them, from the other millennials and how other millennials think. So I just try to connect with them to be the bridge to to some of our older grandparents and older bishops, you know, so that we can help them understand what they think. Does that make sense? No, no, that makes a lot of sense. I, I want to ask you because a lot of times I see in the things that you do, um, you don't like people with the labels that we have put on ourselves no. or other people have put mm-hmm. on us. Talk mm-hmm. to us a little yeah. bit about that because I think even in the church and outside the church, we have these stereotypes, these labels, mm-hmm. these, you know, these mm-hmm. titles that we mm-hmm. kind of get confused of what we really should be doing <laughs> in the world. Yeah, <laughs> right. Um, well, if I can say, one of my favorite, as you said a while ago, my quote of Les Brown is, you know, don't let other people's opinion become your reality. And, and that was part of my whole life. I've let other people's opinions. You can't be an actor. We're from, we're from Georgetown. You can't be a this. You're, you're too, we're too small. You need to do that. You need to do that. You need to do this. And even Les Brown had a story. And when he talks about live your dreams, he had a story of how he was once in school and this teacher told him to come up and write on the board. And he said, well, I can't do that because I'm educational, mentally retarded. And the teacher told him, don't you ever say that again. Don't you ever say that again. That's a label people have put on you. Don't you ever say it again. And that's when he got the don't let other people's opinions become your reality. And so Les Brown talked about because he put himself in that category of that label, he even, re- he even realized that getting older, that label was still there. And I think in the church, um, Everybody, uh, well, we're from a small town, small community, so it's almost like you have to be a preacher or you have to be a pastor 
or you have to be an evangelist. And some children um, that are young, like millennials, they don't really want to fulfill that role. And when you label them, even with, with titles, sometimes titles can become um, a burden to people because it feels like they have to live outside of themselves. But I just personally believe that when it's time for us to serve in these positions, we'll be ready for it. We'll know it. God will know it. And the people around us will know it. But labels will, will stifle us from reaching our dreams. Um, labels will cause us to second guess and be insecure. And, you know, it, and it, sometimes the labels come from people who we love. You know, we all have that one aunt or that one uncle we come at. We come at um, Christmas or Thanksgiving, and we're all, um, I'll use the word, we're all hyped up. And, yes, I, I, I'm going to get this car. I'm going get to this, get this job. And they'll say, are you sure? You know, oh, I'll start this business. That's a good one. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm going to start this business. And they will give you every negative uh, tool that will try to stifle you from getting that entrepreneurship because they've never done it before. And they'll say, you know, you better not. People will mess with you. And they'll just give you labels. And so I've noticed that I try to make sure that I don't tell people no. Um, there's, there's a statistics that say for every one no, it takes 17 yeses to neutralize that one no. So I try to make sure, and I've tried to make sure that when, when kids come with ideas or millennials come with ideas, I want to start a tech company. I want to start a this company. I don't label them and say, well, you come from, you come from Missouri. Y'all don't know nothing about no tech. Come from California. All y'all want to do is be strippers or something like that. So we have to be careful about the labels because we'll take the labels on and, and they will stifle us. They will stifle our journey. Hmm, I totally agree with that. Now, let me ask you this because uh, you're an amazing trainer. You do workshops. You do seminars. Of course, you're an amazing speaker. I mean, you transform people just, Thank you. <laughs> just listen now. Tell us a little bit, if you're, uh, I know you serve all people, but in regards of is there a certain niche or a certain topic that you, you just really just let it rip, if you will, <laughs> when you're in your presence, uh, when you do your different workshops, seminars, and you're speaking? Yes, ma'am. So my, my branding coach told me to, for right now um, concerning leadership, but my, my main I guess if you want to say three, three groups of people are the, the startup people who want to start, who want to be start starting businesses, um, those who are entrepreneurs that are kind of trying to find their way, and then those dreamers, those people that's trying to seek to find and live their dreams. And and if, if it was one, if it was one Nick, it would be those people, people who are trying to find their dreams, or trying to find their purpose, trying to find their potential. That's my. That's my. That's my people right there. I, want, I, I like to help them understand that it's already the solution is already inside of them. Um, I was just listening to a, a broadcast a while ago. It was talking about Deuteronomy 8 and 18. It said, God, he gives, he gives us the power to get well. And some people don't realize they already have the ability inside of them, an innate ability that God has given them. So those are the people I really, really, really like to work with, those people that are dreamers and saying, well, I never seen my grandma do it. I never seen my auntie do it. I never seen my friends do it. I never seen nobody else do it. I see it on TV, but I can't reach it. That's, that's the people I like to help, people to live their dreams. I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. I just love it. Now, I'm going to be quiet, and, and, and the reason I'm doing let me just tell, because I love to tell the audience what I'm doing. If you notice, uh, all of 
of our broadcast, if you're new to the broadcast, I pause a little bit before I answer, ask or answer or interject, because the goal is what I want people to do is when they get these MP3s, guess what? Their team can actually edit out that certain snippet. And just like Dr. Ira just did, that would be amazing on his website, amazing on his social media. So that's why I do them pauses like that, because it's not about me. <laughs> it's about what? Letting you shine your light to the world and through the things that you have, you know, that God has blessed you to do. So this, what I'm going to do is, because I think especially with the way the world is right now, mm, we've been seeing a lot, and me being in the medical field, I, I, we see it a lot because, you know, I'm in the medical field. But media has really shown us a lot with uh, suicide. And hopefully this mm-hmm. is not too sensitive. If, if it is, you kind of let me know. I'm going to be quiet right now. And, and, and expressing your heart, you, uh, if someone has, has been thinking about that, been thinking about it a lot, I mean, to the point that they have thought about a plan or thought about who else to be involved, et cetera, et cetera. Can you speak to them right now? And, again, I'm going to pause for this to be a great <laughs> for you to use <laughs> later on. But please address yes, that. And then please, after that, and I, ain't gonna, I promise I'll, I'll be quiet, <laughs> please tell us how we can contact you, how we can book you, how we can actually support you on social media as well. Now, while, with that being said, if we miss anything, you can add that as well. I um I don't think people know the statistics for suicide. Um, the, the, the second, uh, the number two uh, death, or as we call cause of death, between ages 13 to 26 is suicide. And so, first of all, I want people, not just the, 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 the ages involved, but I want families to understand that this is really a serious, a serious problem in America. Those, those statistics are the United States, the number two cause of death between ages 13 and 26 is suicide. Mental health, depression affects people ages 10 through 44. And so, and I brought up depression because those are one of the causes or triggers of suicide ideation, which means they start thinking about it. As I stated earlier in the broadcast, how I didn't want to live on earth anymore. I didn't realize that then, but that was suicide ideation. So before the suicide happened, they had suicide ideation. That comes from trauma, from abuse, from being abandoned, rejected, depression. And if you are ages 13 through 26, you know, you're not alone. Um, you're not alone, and, and I hope that you can find someone to talk to before you take your life because from what I understand, everybody, if you woke up in the morning and you're breathing, that means that you have a purpose on this earth. You have a purpose. I don't care how bad it is and what you've been through, and I'm not trying to minimize what you've been through because a lot of young people suffer in silence, and I hear you. I want you to know I hear you today on this broadcast. And I pray that you find someone you can trust. And guess what? That abuse, that, 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 that you can't tell nobody, and they said it was your fault and you're holding it, that's not your fault. There are a lot of sick people in the world, and it was not your fault. 
And I just hope you can find someone that you can trust right now. And I speak to you, you 13 to 26-year-olds that deal with suicide ideation, according to statistics, the number two cause of death. And so I speak to you today that talk to someone. This is an awesome woman right here on her platform. This is an awesome lady who, who shows that, you know, to give is better than to receive. And so you can even reach out to good deeds, I'm sure. But reach out to someone, and you can reach, find me at www.iraroach123.com or on Instagram or on Facebook. It's the same thing, Dr. Ira Roach. And I hope that this, what I said, is helping someone. Let's ground to this four stages to greatness. One is self-awareness. Two is self-acceptance. Three is self-commitment. And the fourth is self-fulfillment. So when you want to be great, those are the four steps. And I appreciate this time. We just thank you. First of all, we thank you for being in your purpose. And then we thank you so much for taking time out and being a guest here on Good Deeds. If you need us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Woo-hoo! I just, woo! Okay, I'm going to be good. <laughs> <laughs> Now, did we miss anything? Anything else we need to uh, to say that we may have missed? Because uh, I'm just enjoying this conversation with you. Well, I, I, I do have a book coming out in September. It's called Daddy Knows Best, um, What a Boy Needs from His Father. And this book is just about some stories of me and my father. And the book holds a, a daddy challenge and a conversation starter. And it's just really a book to try to help dads to understand that their presence is necessary in the life of their as the life of their son. Wow, I love that. But tell us again your website, and, and so we can, or how we can actually, you know, know about that information, so we'll be ready to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am. The, the website is www. dot dr. Ira Roach the third. That's just three one two three three i. dot com. And if you look on the website wow. now, there's well, actually, we can... the book is on there. Oh, it's on, oh, amen. Okay, so we're going to jump over there and check that out. Well, thank you so much again. And if you need us or your team needs us for anything, please, please don't hesitate to contact us. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. You really are such an example. You really are. I appreciate it. Oh, <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you so much. Woo, ladies and gentlemen, you know, woo, I just love talking to, you know, I love talking to people, okay? <laughs> well, you know what? What I want to let you know is you, just like we heard, you have greatness inside. If you can't find anybody to talk to, call me or Dr. Ira, okay? <laughs> and we're going to actually help you. Yeah, it is sometimes some things you don't understand, things you say, why me, why me? But guess what? It's people that really, truly love people still in this world, and we actually will help you, okay? But you know here at Good Deeds, what we do is we want to help you shine your light to the world. And your light is your goals, your dreams, your passions, and, of course, your purpose in life. That's what it is. And you know we love you, we love you, we love you. If you want to advertise with us or be on a, um, 
advertise a promotional on the radio, TV, or the magazine, contact us. If you want to be a guest, contact us. Now, those business owners and authors and speakers and coaches, guess what? I can teach you how mm-hmm. to start your own radio and podcast, okay? So, you know, that's a great thing that you can expand your brand. And I'm going to tell you, it does pay for itself. Okay, I'm here to tell you, okay? <laughs> but we actually have coaching packages for that. If you want to um, actually I do life coaching, I don't advertise that as much, but, you know, I am that. And then we do have our publishing company. Uh, wherever you are in your book process, we can kind of help you with that. If you need to redo the whole book, we can help you with that. A lot of people have been contacting us for planners and journals, so we actually doing that. If you want to brand it to your logo, to your church name, et cetera, et cetera, we actually doing that. Yes, yes. Um, also, our nonprofit, we got to take care of all our brothers and sisters. You know that. So we do take care of food, clothing, and shelter. We have a mentorship and also a scholarship. We have a SUN program. What we do with that is we help loved ones that have loved ones in um, the intensive care unit in the hospital. So if you're affiliated with a hospital or nursing home, contact us so we can expand in your area. But what we want you to know, though, guess what? You do have a calling. You do have a reason you were born. Now, hold your ear. You know what's next. You made a mistake. <laughs> no matter what somebody has told you, no matter what you think yourself or have thought in the past, you're not a mistake. You know, we got to do the three things. You know, I said we. We got to believe. We got to trust. And we got to walk that thing out. We got to, say it with me, we got to don't stop. We got to get it, get it. And when we got to get back to Sunday, we got to get our purpose and get our purpose now. You know how to contact us, but just a refresher, go to our website, www.renee, Sunday, S-U-N-D-A-Y, like the day of the week. Don't stop. Get it, get it. You know, this is good deeds, and this <laughs> I'm so excited. This is good deeds, and I'm Dr. Renee Sunday. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.